This is the Amon Green Show on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Hello. We are back at Most Wanted MMA. And uh, where are we at off? What's the address? 33rd and Highway 2. 33rd and Highway 2. Still getting used to uh, my geography around here. I know I'm <laughs> south headed to South Lincoln area. I know that much. But uh, has Lincoln grown since you were here? Definitely. No, it definitely did. I've been, you know, I was, I'll say on average in the last 20 something plus years coming back between my playing days and now, I would come back at least once a year mm-hmm. to catch nice. a game. Oh, um, sure. Come down here, stay either stay in Omaha, or stay down here uh, with friends, or maybe get a hotel. But if you're going to a game, are you in the stands? You in the in the suites in the box? Um, I like I like it does, I say more. Of, I'm more of a stands guy. Nice. I don't mind sitting with the crowd. It nice. doesn't bother me at all. Um, I've been in both, <laughs> but you know, I just I say the only thing I like about sitting in the stands is that the food is right there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't have to get out mm-hmm. my seat and walk down, which I don't <laughs> mind doing. But it's like it's it's a nice little uh, conveniency, I'll say. Like, oh, okay, I don't have to go stand in line, no problem. I say, okay, but if I don't, no big deal. I got to go wait my time. I get my cell phone, playing games on it, you know, <laughs> pass the time waiting in line as we get it to get my salty popcorn. That's another reason I know I'm not cut out for MMA because as soon as I ex- experience the press box and the suites, I'm like, I'm going to as few games as possible where I have to be in the stands because I am a creature of convenience. <laughs> I can do it. I'll suck it up. I'm happy to, but. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so, so I know uh, I'm not built for what these guys are doing. Right. Uh, so yeah, that's uh. So I, I say I'm a. I say I'm a creature of basically being uncomfortable, and so that's Respect. what they're doing right now. They're doing grappling right now, here in the uh, most wanted facility. And this is basically another word, real easy term that everybody knows in Nebraska is wrestling. That's basically what they're doing. Um, but when you say grappling, because it's more grab and pull, and mm. you're trying to get to either an armbar, submit, get points. In MMA, but in wrestling, everybody knows very well much in this state how wrestling is scored. You know, as I get a pass over. And, I don't. Oh, I'm, <laughs> like, I, I don't. That's okay. It's a blind um, spot. <laughs> I know enough. Like, I know enough. Like, if you start on the ground and you end up on top of your mm-hmm. opponent, that's okay. a point. Okay. So, basically, because they got it, their job is to hold you down. Sure. And if you get out of that and basically you you on top of them, points. It's a lot of points. So, just know that. So, if you're at the bottom, you start at the bottom, you end up on the top. Point. Points. I know having yeah. both your shoulders down is bad. Yes. I know being outside the circle is bad. Yep. So staying in the circle, shoulders off the off the ground, mm-hmm. um, and keeping yourself kind of in a defensive mode right here, like my man with the legs up with the ponytail mm-hmm. here. You know that is more of a defensive keep because once you get the legs in there, you can kind of get control of the person ah. on the ground. Okay. Um, your upper body um, from that standpoint. So you just gotta be careful as the person on the bottom. Don't let the legs get in there too much, and obviously mm-hmm. you know some. Um, holds with your hands, and you got to make sure that is all staying the same, or stay in a, a place where you don't get grappled. Right, and then you got problems. <laughs> so oh. you're always moving quick, but you like I said, with the aggressive moves, you got to understand if that if you're too aggressive, then that move can turn into a counter move for your opponent. They're the, trying to counter that you. The very whole patient time. aggression. Yep, it's always a counter coming at you. You gotta be, you gotta be on point. Mouth of the South says, "Austin, stop being scared." <laughs> I know who I am. I know myself, right? And I think exactly. there's value in that. It, yeah, I, I, I know right they're now. they're tougher men than me out there. I respect them. I have immense amount of respect for them, but 
I also know who I am. I know what I'm about. Yeah. And sure, I'm okay with learning and growing, but I prefer learning and growing while not getting punched in the face, breaking bones, and losing teeth. So I respect those who learn that way. That's just not me. Right, yeah. And that's a, that's a true statement. And to know that about yourself is a good place. And you're winning when you know things about that, mm-hmm. knowing about yourself. Because if you find out the hard way, then you might wake up on the mat. <laughs> might be too late. <laughs> yeah, like I said, wake up on the mat. <laughs> right. You don't want to wake up in a, on a place <laughs> that you haven't been in a whole lot. You know, So that's what you got to be smart about. I mean, if you're adventurous, you know, where he's like, you know what, I'll try something one time, and if it doesn't work or I don't like it, I won't do it again. It's real, it's real easy. And that is something where also you can make, i say, be able to make a good decision about is this good for me or not mm-hmm. you know do it one time all right this ain't for me jumping out of airplanes didn't work the first time I'm not gonna do it again, <laughs> yeah you know? and won't be able to do it again but but so that's you, just the thing if you know if i was to go down here like would i want to wrestle or grapple with another amateur no more my skill level okay maybe i'd get lucky and feel better about myself but right. i still feel like grappling for the first time with an amateur is more likely to get me hurt so give me coach jesse like he'll know how to let me down easy mm-hmm. like it's gonna hurt i'm gonna lose i know that but at least yeah. I'll be introduced to actual proper technique. Yep. And, and I, I probably won't die or wake up asleep on, you know, yeah. on, on the mat. And that's a good uh, – right there what you just said about basically good technique is important. That's what the coaches do first. Mm. You know, and they're doing it for the safety of the, the opponent – or I say of the tr- person coming in. Yeah. Because they, if they haven't met them, they don't know them yet. They don't know their background. They mm-hmm. don't know how much time spent on the mat grappling right. and all that so yeah just for the error let's err on the side of caution mm-hmm. um of safety right to make sure that we teach everybody this is the pure technique of everything that we do of how we you know throw punches to how we don't um mm-hmm. and make sure things are done the proper way right so we're we come out of this thing where you're having fun because you just learned a whole lot and not mag you know be upset because you got hurt or whatever mm-hmm. so that's a that's a first emphasis of a coach, just like any you know athletic coach in football, baseball. They're teaching them how to play this game so they'd be safe and protect themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I know NFL has been like hunkering down on like uh, certain hits in the NFL, and like I see some of my friends, they they email me or text me a, a hit. It's like this hit was fined, or this block was fined twenty five grand or twelve grand, and I'm like. That's actually perfect technique of how to go into a block. If you mm-hmm. go any other way, I don't know how you could coach it without that player getting hurt. So. The ones that blow my mind for the suspensions, or not even suspensions, the fines, are we've seen like three or four running backs and fullbacks get fined after the game for unnecessary roughness. Yes, that's what I'm Not th- flagged yes. in the game, but like the, the fullback's going through the hole, the linebacker's standing straight up. What's he supposed to do? He put his face mask into his shoulder plate. <laughs> right. And that, that part is just kind of interesting to me because seeing what I've been seeing from text messages to that goes into a Twitter account or Twitter post that looks at those hits that you're mm-hmm. talking about. Those exact – actually, it was a full – I think it was Picard from That's the Ravens. right, yeah. And he got fined, like, I don't know. A, a Too double, much. A lot of money for something that he's been doing for a long time. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, man, I can't teach him no other way. Or I can't say – describe that how he blocked that – linebacker and how we went through and hit on the rise that's mm-hmm. how we dip our hips and then hit on the rise to and if he doesn't any other way he hurt himself right you know so it's like hmm. unnecessary roughness is him doing that to me 
unnecessary right. roughness is not him doing that to an NFL linebacker. Correct. You know, it's because the linebacker is trained to go, you know take on a block a certain way mm-hmm. and drop their hips. And uh, if he gets caught use, slipping, that's on him. Use their helmet the proper way. You know, not using their helmet, more using your shoulder pads, but mm-hmm. striking with your hands to keep the pressure and uh, the hits off your helmet, basically. Mm-hmm. They're still grappling, and again. Credit to them. The creativity, too, is something that I don't understand. I'm sure having a, an understanding of the technique over there, what they're doing, would give you some avenues for creativity. But yeah. if I was on the ground, I'd like, nope, you got me. <laughs> good job. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I'll, I'll, I'll maybe flinch once or twice yeah, to get yeah. you to think I'm going somewhere, yeah, but nope, good not, job. It's not, it's not quite there for that, huh? No. Yeah. I mean, because, I mean, it's all about posturing physically posturing to get in yourself in the right move to get a grapple in mm-hmm. or get yourself off the ground. And that's what the whole back and forth, you know, of movement, as you see here with the, the combatants, as they call it, you know, <laughs> combatants. And you're moving around to kind of gain position. Right. Um, like that position in there, that's the power where he, well, the guy is on the ground is actually in a power position, especially having his legs wrapped around his opponent. He could lock out the hips and come into a chokehold right there. And it's a very powerful <laughs> chokehold where that player can be night-night, uh, and that's not a good feeling. Uh, yeah, feeling that I don't know and hopefully will never know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if you play UFC, Maybe. video game. Oh, EA. which, okay, Tater did ask, when are you going to sign with UFC? Hey, I got to talk to uh, Mrs. Green about that because <laughs> I've talked about it before with her, and she disapproved. Fair. Yeah, because he's like, you play, you play NFL for twelve years, play college football for three years, and you you know, on a good team, and y'all were physical, and no, just no. <laughs> but I'm like, I'm, I just, I just, I'm a, I've been physical since I got taught to play, and because I had two older brothers and an older mm. sister, older, you know, dad coached football, cousins, uncles, brothers played football, so it's <laughs> in me to run around and hit things. You know, hit things, hit people. Between, I played baseball too, so I was hitting right. the bat. Uh, had a bat hitting the baseball, so <laughs> it's like I kind of get it. Like mm-hmm. it, I'm not, you know, I understand it. I don't fear it. I actually like some of the type of hits. I kind of like, oh man, that felt good. You know, home run hit or uh-huh. you know, good hit. I played linebacker when I was in little league in high school and getting a good tackle. It's mm. like, oh man, that felt good. You <laughs> felt that. I know you did. Like I, I put all my body weight into that hit, and so when you understand the leverage and mm. and how to strike, you know, in in in, in tackling, you know, this is kind of what you do here on the mats because you got to find your right spot, especially before you grapple where you get where you're on the already in the ground when you're still on your feet. You got to find your you kind of have to shoot for the hips, mm. and that's the because once you get a person's hips controlled. You are in a lot. You're in control. Sure. And so you control what they do and what they can't do. And so it's just making sure that um, you understand how to get there and what efficient energy you're going to use to get there, like I mentioned earlier. So mm-hmm. just understanding that and mastering that is, is key. You know, leverage. Uh, one thing I learned from linebackers that were on my team, um, Nate Wayne, he, he explained to me the whole concept of same foot, same shoulder hit. Jay knows what I'm talking mm. about, Foreman. And it's basically where you get opportunity, you know, if you're in a, you know, from a football point of view, is when you're in the go in the hole, going on, taking on the fullback, and it's basically bringing your best to the table and bringing same foot, same shoulder. So right, right arm, right shoulder, all that leg is lined up to, or left side, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And you are hitting that person. It's going to feel like, like you mentioned, I think you said somebody was a tree stump earlier. Yeah. 
it's going to feel like that because <laughs> you're basically, if you remember the movie uh, 300 with mm-hmm. the Spartans and the way they held their shield. Yeah. So it's going back to the, those times oh. of where that, because that's a power position. And when you're in that power position to hit somebody, then you can, you can break a lot of things and don't even try, <laughs> and don't even try hard <laughs> to do that. Right. If you catch them in the wrong position, mm. you know, then you're the winner. You're in a position of power mm-hmm. and, that is used out here in certain ways and understanding if, if you understand that like a science you know to the T then you can create some issues for people the <laughs> art and the science interplay of it the the art of the technique and the the science of the physics and the momentum behind all of it mm-hmm. just mind-blowing me mouth of the south really appreciate you on the starter Heyman text line 402-464-5685 do you have a favorite UFC fighter to watch um Back in the day, it was uh, was it um, Saint Pierre, Georgia Saint Pierre. Yeah, Georgia Saint okay. Pierre. He because I like his build. Like he was just mm-hmm. even, like he had an even build. Mm-hmm. There was no weakness. Right. Um, he wasn't like overly strong upper body where he had no legs. Everything was like fair all the way through. And if you were going to try to find a weakness on him, it was going to be tough. And so, and then on top of that, his technique, his actual fighting mm. and grappling, all that was there. And then obviously, it looked good because now he's been in uh, a few X Men movies, right? <laughs> so it looked good. If it looked good uh, for for Hollywood, obviously he was doing it right in in the in the mats on the mats as a, as a professional fighter. Mm-hmm. And you know, John St. Pierre, and he was very respected. Right. Um, I say. Currently, too, some of the guys, uh, God, God, I can't think of one. If I had my PC here, I could look it up real quick. Get UFC 4 on. Uh, it's a boxer. He has more of a boxing. He's John really, Bones Jones? No. No? No. It's, it's, him, it's him and his brother. They're both boxers. Or they're, they're, they have a boxer background, but they're mm. in MMA. Um, I'm trying to think. And he's fought, what's his name? The, the one I don't like because of his... <laughs> His cockiness, um, the Irishman. Um, oh, uh, McGregor. McGregor. I try to get into liking him, and I can't. You know, especially when he attacks somebody off a bus or something. Right. You know, his opponent. I was like, no, no, no you, you, you cancel. I say, like, if I had a chance to fight you, I would repeatedly punch you in the face. Was it uh, Poirier? No, he's no. a he's an American. They're American because it's. Ah, if I'm trying to I'm trying to find this because I don't know enough here. Trying to Cerrone? Right. No. I when you say, I, got, I got nothing on this one. If you I'm say no the help. name, I know it. <laughs> I would know it. I just can't think of it right now. Um, but, no, they have good boxing background in their family. And so I noticed that with MMA and, you know, when they have a fighter that has the one of the master, one of the techniques mastered, mm. um, then it Oh, the a, Diaz brothers. Nate yeah, Diaz? There, yep, yep. And Thanks, so then it becomes uh, a problem for somebody that's just good at kicking or somebody that's not good at kicking and just good at throwing <laughs> punches. Right. Like Diaz and his brother are. They're really good at throwing punches. So mm-hmm. they don't really have to go into the grappling because they'll just, you know, what? Well, I'm going to stand up the whole time just submit you by bludgeoning you with, with jabs <laughs> all day and uppercuts because I understand the science of boxing. Right. And so when you have one of the science down of MMA, one of the techniques down of MMA, then you are what I say in my world. A problem <laughs> because capital P problem when you, that's what we did on the football field as a Husker offense we had the option game mastered mm. even though as everybody would talk about today 
and they're running it now in the NFL, the RPO. RPO is just a, it's a shotgun form of the option. Sure. Offense, what we ran back in the 90s and the, and the, 70s, mm. and the 80s and the, the 70s and the 60s. And they say, which it is, a very simple offense. But when you master something simple, you know all the ins and outs, no matter who you play against. Like mm-hmm. when we eventually got to a point where Coach Osborne and his coaching staff, they mastered the art of recruiting. So between the size and the speed, they started to change over to mm. before I got here on campus. Mm-hmm. And by that time, they had it mastered. So they knew, right. okay, at these positions, we need speed. With the same, st- We can run the same formula of defense, same formula of offense. Mm-hmm. We just need faster players and right. stronger players, Right. which we did. We got all that. And so mm-hmm. then our offense, even though everybody in the media world didn't like us, we were the, wasn't <laughs> the sexiness. We right. just running the ball four yards. Not Spurrier's running two. It's not a whole bunch of deep ball passes that. like it no. is now in the NFL. No, it was straight bludgeoning. A defense for four quarters, right. and we conditioned ourselves as as college athletes here to play that whole fourth quarter, the whole fourth quarter of a football game. To when the fourth quarter came, we were still fresh because mm-hmm. this is what we did in practice, right? And so that's why we. That's why if you remember back, and I know you've seen the film of at Warren Sapp in the Orange Bowl, like. You know, taking a big, 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 big sigh of, re- of breath of, man, I'm tired, and these uh, guys are Get me still, off the field. I'm done with these know, dudes. You know, that's with Schlesinger and LP and Tommy and, and Brooke and all, you know, Aaron Graham, Aaron Taylor, mm-hmm. Chris Dishman were on that O-line, a few other guys I didn't mention. But, you know, that's where when you have a perfect storm of those athletes and stuff on the football field and, you know, relate that to the mat here, you know, guy like I saw I mentioned, say Pierre, and we're seeing mm-hmm. him as an athlete, he was his body was balanced. I could tell mm-hmm. from head to shoulder, and then consistently sticking to that regimen of training he did to be in that physical um, conditioning was mm-hmm. the reason why he was successful. You know, in in the game that he, uh, you know, his game of wrestling and his game of MMA, you know, become a champion a few times. So mm-hmm. it was something like I said, when you do it right, you master the simple things, then you become that powerful of a person or a powerful of a team, basically. That Bruce Lee practice one kick a thousand times. Boom. Sort of. I've heard that. I love that. I love that comment, that quote. Yeah. That's one. If I were to get get it tattooed on my body, boom, that would be one. That's awesome. He's Amon Green. I'm Austin Norman. This is the Amon Green Show. Live again from Most Wanted MMA, 33rd and Highway 2 here in Lincoln. Their website is mostwantedlincoln.com. Coach Jesse in the building. Getting ready for his fight at PBA on Friday. Definitely go down and support him. We've been here once. They're basically part of the Ticket family already. So definitely root on Coach Jesse there on Friday. We'll take one final break. Be back to wrap up the Amon Green Show in just a sec. Yep.